Yo, what's up? Hold up. So I work this job where I walk around in a field pretty much. Well, I've talked about it before. Where uh, I spend a lot of the time alone and I walk around in fields. And so I get home from work. I got to get a bug check pretty much, right? That's not enough to gross the other than what, what is. Ticks, earwigs, all kinds of shit. But the money's good. And I get enough time alone, then I get enough time to think. Well, right now, number one, I don't have my teeth in. So if you can suffer, suffer through this podcast, and that's great. If not, then I guess this is my podcast for you. I, I find myself triggered. I wouldn't normally, you know, do a video or do a podcast because I don't have my teeth in. It sounds like shit. Um... Sometimes you gotta talk, right? Sometimes you gotta purge, I guess if you wanna call it that. Been dealing with substance abuse issues for quite some time now. Um, it's legal, um, Kratom. And at some point in my life, I got to know when to say when. Okay, Kratom, of course, uh, is good as an anti-inflammatory. Don't ask me to find it for you. We'll get it for you because I won't. Because it's a hell of a transfer and it's very expensive. So, um, at some point in my life, I gotta, I gotta stop. Right? I gotta call it quits. Anything that you do in excess, I and mean, you know, people come out saying, "Oh, well, there's a positive, there's a positive addiction that you can have." No, there is no positive addiction you can have. I don't care how. Unless you are handing out cures for diseases, there's no positive addiction out there. Nonetheless, no matter what that addiction is that you are dealing with, everything that you do in excess has some type of victim, right? Let's talk about what some of the quote-unquote positive addictions out there that I've been told that are positive and have no harm to anybody whatsoever. Number one is what my alternate addiction is, which is getting on video and engaging in content in the weight loss surgery community. Why? Because I like making trends. It's good for you know the the, the newbies out there because I you know I have nearly a decade of experience. Um, plus I was, you know plus I'm a coach and I have out-of-the-box type of type of approach there's a victim there there's a victim there because I spend more time on the phone normally than I would with my family but you know I mean seriously get down I'm like okay well we do over in business in the way also your community so it makes sense to engage with people you know we're here to make a change so it makes sense that's <laughs> Okay, let's go to the next one. Fitness. And this one is very confusing because, you know, while yes, if you don't know what you are doing, if you are going into a gym solely off, okay, well, I saw this from this person or I heard this from this person, they got these amount of followers. The biggest fucking lie in the fitness community is someone has X amount of followers, which means 
that they are, they know what they're talking about, or someone has a great fucking body, I'm not going to say who it is, I am not going to say who it is, because I don't fucking call people out no more, but there is somebody on TikTok and Instagram, that has an incredible, I'm talking, an incredible physique, he has got probably the best physique in the weight loss surgery community, until you see my video, right? Huh. People out there pay hundreds of dollars to purchase software, the yeah, adapts for whatever, uh, to make them feel so good, right? Yeah. Well, these same people forget that on video they look different. And I see that bullshit because I fucking can sniff it out because I look for it. Because I know what to look for. My wife has a fucking degree in it. But we don't use it. You guys never seen me looking all fucking crazily fit. And you see me lose a tons of fucking weight. But that is blatantly true shit. <coughs> so you get these programs from these people. You pay X amount of dollars. Or you watch them. You watch their content. And you're like, okay, well... I'm going to do this. My schedule is going to be built like that. Do arms one day. I'll do legs the next day. I do chest the next day. Back the next day. Core the next day. Blah, 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 blah. That's not how you do it. That is not how you do it. That's not how you do it because if you have a workout plan, don't get me wrong, being active is good. Going to the gym and, you know, exercising your demons is good, but you got to take into consideration what you're doing to your body. How old are you? I'm 40 fucking 7. I'll be 47 this year. I'm fucking riddled with injuries all over my body. I'm not going to go into it, but pretty much every single joint has got an issue, with the exception of my knees, thankfully, because I use my knees a lot of work. <laughs> okay, don't take that wrong, but you get the idea. I do a lot of... Uh, I crawl into tractor trailers to inspect the freight and then jump out at my age, probably about two feet. Well, after doing this for this position for about four years now, it takes a toll on my spine, it takes a toll on my knees, you know? That is called functionality and how it's put just 100% mobility. You know, I didn't do my mobility exercises right now. You know what? Five years ago, I've been like, no, I want to be swole. <sighs> testosterone, testosterone. Pre-workout, pre-workout. You know, protein, protein. I want to be huge. I don't want to be huge. I want to be mobile. Because there comes a price for your physique especially as you get older that you can lose your mobility like I did like I have on my shoulder I can't shoot basketball with my kid because of the mobility in my shoulders I can't run play soccer with my daughter well I could but there's a price to pay at the end of the day is that what you want is that what you were, were headed to are you not paying attention to what you're doing in the gym? 
I know I went off script there, but you need to consider other methods of fitness. Don't just go off what you see because somebody has X amount of followers or they have this certification. You can get a certification. You can go online and pay 150 bucks and get a certification from a reputable company and still not know a fucking thing. You may think you know a lot, but you're just like overly stimulated and you love what you do and you want to do this type of shit for a living and so you that's what you do. That's how easy it is to get a certification. A degree is a different story. So fitness as a transfer addiction is not good. As a partial, maybe side transfer addiction, maybe. Let me give you an example real quick. Me and Sharice, five years ago, four years ago, we were going to the gym. This is when I was working at night. We were going to the gym every single day, three hours a day, six days a week. That's 18 hours a week. We were spending away from our home. And that's 18 hours a day that the daycare, the gym daycare was raising our children. Even if you don't have kids. Even if somebody else is watching your kids. You're still spending X amount of time in the gym, away from your home, away from your job, away from your social life. And you pass it off as okay because you think it's a healthy transfer addiction. Well, no, you're, if you're not doing what you're supposed to, so for those X amount of years, we weren't doing mobility workouts. We weren't doing functional workouts. We were going in and doing our schedules. And we were loving it and we were enjoying it because we loved doing it. Okay, well, look at Derek now. I'm not going to go into my injuries because it's nobody's business, especially my works. Ah! But, yeah, I'm getting there. If Derek is going to be like, oh, okay, I don't want to be swole, I just want to be mobile, you know I've got some problems. So you risk injury, you spend, you neglect your home, you neglect your children. That is what is hurt by your fitness addiction. Every single addiction that you have, whether it's a food addiction, whether it's a sugar addiction, whether it's a carbohydrate addiction, protein addiction, there always is a victim. Remember that, right? And be prepared to answer to that truth. I answer to that truth, and now all I do is do mobility workouts and cardiovascular exercise because I want a heart, a healthy heart, I want healthy lungs, I want healthy blood, and I want to be able to move. That's all that matters to me. And I try to preach that, but you know what? It's not very popular. And, and mobility and functional exercises are actually are pretty boring, but they are necessary in order for you to prevent injury. Do not forget, I got to get going. I got to get back to my house. I got a lawn to mow. I got a rose bush. I got a prune. It's painful as fuck. I tried to do it today. 
uh, this morning, and it's like a good 99 degrees here in Salt Lake, so this uh, ginger of a man got burnt to shit. Um, so now that it's cooling off here in Salt Lake, I'm going to go mess with it and spend some time with my family. Look, go to bariatricbadass.com. Science-based weight loss surgery info. Yes, we have a web store, but we also have shit tons of info. That's where you can find all the podcast episodes. That's where you can shine, sign up for Sharice's blog. Sharice, of course, bariatric and fitness nutritionist through the National Academy of Sports Medicine and Precision Nutrition to very accredited certifications that are not $150 certifications, more like $2,000 each. She's also going to school for exercise science and kinesiology. If you have been able to sit through this podcast, I'll be surprised because I don't have my teeth in, but I had to get some shit off my chest. I love you guys very much. Like I said, go to barriatribattles.com to find more episodes of this podcast as well as Sharice's blog and, of course, our web store. Love you. Take care of yourself and sure as shit. Take care of each other.